episode 458. Thank you all for listening to episode 457, 1998 Royal Rumble, debut of Jumbo Jim. I am Gray Mark with my co-host. Betting Bear. Or Blizzard. And Peter Parrot. <laughs> Should have went Blizzard Bear. Yeah, Blizzard Bear, Peter Parrot. Speaking of blizzards, Blizzard Bill, you remember that guy? Mm-hmm. He'd be wrong like 90% of the time. wonder if he's still around. Oh, yeah. I follow him on Facebook. His weather forecasts are much more accurate than people on TV. Yeah, so he's better now? Who's What's he, he, uh, where's that he at now? He just, no. he just like jerked off over snow. Yeah, like big time. No, um, he just has his own Facebook thing. I think he's retired, but he just posts like weather shit with all his weather instruments he has. Barrett. Look him up on Facebook. I follow. What is what this? Is Do you know? No. Come on, Parrot. Italian pastry. I've never had one. Cannoli. Never had one. It looks good, though. It's fantastic. So, we got to talk about some things. Barrett and I were just reminiscing about golf, and we got some things this week. Golf, Super Bowl, but... Before we get into that, we'll get into the big news. Um, if you listen to episode 459, which will come out on Sunday, we're going to talk about records because there are records out there that are made to be broken, some that probably won't be, but one was just broken last night. Uh, LeBron James beat the all-time scoring record at the age of 38 in a Laker uniform, and it was pretty cool the thing they did with Kareem passing off the ball to him, like handing it over. But, uh, Barry, you and I talked. What was our favorite quote of the night? Fuck them. <laughs> Is that what he said? He'd say, fuck it. Fuck them. What do he say? Fuck it. Thank you guys, or whatever the hell it was. That's why I can't remember exactly what I thought it was. Fuck it. Thank you guys, or fuck them. Thank you guys, or something like that. But yeah, it was nice. I mean, except I'm, I mean, I'm surprised TNT let it go, but when you give someone a hot mic, you really don't have much of a choice there. Yeah, but they could have, they what, got what, eight second delay? They could have got rid of that. <laughs> I mean, I think there's eight second delay on. I think there's eight second delay on things of that nature. I don't know if it's totally so. They must not have, but or someone just said whatever. It's TNT, so who cares? And it was midnight. Yeah, or was it ESPN or TNT? What was last like, Tuesday? So TNT. Was, yeah, it was TNT. Yeah, so TNT. Probably probably, don't care because like ESPN probably would have bleeped it. Well, yeah, probably because um, like I know on USA Network. After 11, when they were showing Chucky, Chucky swears all the time. Mm -hmm. They didn't care. Yeah, I think after a certain point, you can. So it really doesn't matter. And I mean, yeah, at that point, no kids are up watching that shit. So who cares? But Parrot, what do you think? You did not grow up with Michael Jordan like we did. So what's your thoughts on LeBron here? I mean, like I, I like we kind of talked about last night. I was telling you. I mean, for me, I mean, like I, I didn't get to see Jordan. So for me, I've always followed LeBron, and he's always been, you know, my favorite player. Um, so it's it's cool to see him grow. For, you know, because when I started watching basketball, it was around oh three oh four when he came into the league. When I was finally old enough to understand it. Um, so I've you know I've gotten to watch him pretty much my whole life growing up too. So. It's cool to, you know, kind of grow up with that and see him, you know, do what he's done over the years and to see him break that scoring record last night. It was cool. And it so, was uh, you, you could see how much he uh, it meant to him and obviously how much it meant to all the people, you know, around the world. 
what do they say now? Even retired guys, there's only seven guys within ten thousand points of him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the record will never be touched again. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I was talking with uh, Mikey last night, who we play Fortnite with, and he's like, "Oh, Steph Curry or others got to be there." Mike, Steph Curry's like sixteen thousand points behind. Yeah, and I mean, now he gets—he's just—he's too old and he's too injury prone. I mean, yep. you're just not going to get. Well, one, you're not going to get a guy that's going to do that regardless because you can't go straight from high school into the NBA anymore. Two, you're not going to get a guy who's going to probably stay as healthy as LeBron has been, which is insane because you don't really realize how healthy he's been in his entire career. And three, I mean, just the way he plays the game and the way people are going to play the game, you're probably going to have guys taking 10 days off for the rest of the year. I mean, in the beginning part of his career he didn't do that obviously here lately over the last four or five years he has just for management and which makes sense but when you're still putting up 28 a game it doesn't matter I mean like watching the game last night he just dominated oh it was insane that he could do that every night if he wanted to granted his career would have ended three years ago but he could do that every night if he wanted to 100 what he which is absolutely insane yeah if it's if his three ball like he hit was hitting in transition last night, if he hit like that, he would have broke Kareem's record three years ago. Right. But you have to understand that, one, it's a record that has stood for 39 years, older than LeBron. And two, you have to understand he's not done. He's got probably three four years. more years left. Yeah. He wants to play with LeBron. So that's at least three more years. And you have – I mean, he's going to get – probably to 45,000 points. I mean, the record will never be touched ever. There's no, no, one. no. and because Carmelo's not playing now, right? He's done. Oh yeah. Melo's done. I mean, so the next was, close, do you know the next closest person? Yeah. Uh, Carmelo's nine, nine, X eight. Do you know who's next closest to him that is still playing? And it's not Steph. Nope. Is Chris Paul up there? Uh, no. Hold on a second. I'm getting a call. Sorry. No, you're good. So, We'll talk about it, but uh, it's actually Kevin Durant. So Kevin okay. Durant, yeah, he's what, but, but for perspective, what's the gap there? Twelve thousand points. So how many years? What year did he come into the league, Durant? Durant, uh, Durant I don't know. Like he's played nine hundred and seventy-eight games, but he's been hurt, you know, quite a bit. Right. So it just makes you wonder. He's played nine seventy-eight. LeBron's played fourteen ten. So you know. And I think we talked about this last week, didn't we? LeBron's averaging 27 a game. And right now, let's see what Durant's averaging. 26, 6, 8, 4 divided by 978. He's averaging 27.28. And LeBron is averaging there this hasn't been updated, but 27.23. Look up, look up this year alone. I I, I think LeBron's averaging almost 30 points a game this year. All right. We can check that out. So it's, LeBron James stats. It's uh, it's above his career normal. Yeah. 30.2. Yeah. For, and he's how old? It's insane, 38. Dude. It's insane. 38. So 38 years old, averaging 30 points a game. Look, get this, get this. So in 2000, so he came in the league in 03. Yeah. In 2007, he averaged, or 2005, he averaged 31-4 a game. That was his best in his career. He averaged 30 in 2007, 
29-7 in 2009, and then skipped several years until 2021, last year with the Lakers, 30.3 and 30.2 this year. And he's shooting 50% from the field. He averages 50 and a half in his career from the field. First off, yeah. that's insane. For the a guy that shoots outside, shoots jumpers. Averages shoots everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely insane. He averages in his career seven and a half rebounds a game, 7.3 assists per game. He's he's climbing up the rebounds and assists board too. I mean, he'll never probably eclipse those to the top, but he'll be top five in all three. So let's check that out. All-time rebound leaders. That's a good question. I like that. that that's a really good one. Will nobody's touching Will? Twenty-three thousand nine hundred. Closest to him that's still currently playing. While well, Dwight Howard's still playing, fourteen thousand. It's a lot of rebounds. It's a lot of times catching a basketball. Yeah, Brian Brown's not even in – he's not even in the top 25. Really? Yeah. You got tall guys up there, dude. You got Barkley, I, just, I was just figuring with how long he's played, you know, he's averaging, what, six, seven, eight rebounds a game. I just figured after that long it might be kind of up there. So he's averaging uh, – let's see. This year he's averaging eight and a half. Absolutely insane. Seven and a half in his career, he's averaging. So he's, you know, he's still under 10,000 rebounds in his career. So he's, well, he's at 10,575. So he might crack the top 25. You figure in three more years? Yeah, he should crack the top 25, I would think. Uh oh. Breaking news, by the way, with the Lakers. Oh, yeah, like an hour ago. Yep. Lakers land D'Angelo Russell in three-team trade. Agreed to land yep. D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt in a three-way trade. In the trade, the T-Wolves receive Mike Conley, Kelly Alexander, Walker, and Picks, while the Jazz receive Russell Westbrook, Damian Jones, and Juan Toscano-Anderson. That Lakers pick is protected, too, I saw. Yeah. One to yeah. four. No, that's that's pretty good though. I mean, so I wonder how Jeremy's feeling about Russ coming to him because they've got because who do they got? They got that kid that came from Detroit. I mean, they've been doing. Russ is good. Russ needs to be on his own. I mean, they got Russ some needs stars to there. Be the, Russ needs to be the focal point of a team. He's not like when he went to the bench in L.A. Like I think he should be like this year. He's a top runner for a six man. Honestly, right. coming off the bench, he's that's where he shines when he's the focal point on the floor of the offense. You know what I mean? He hates 100%. sharing the ball. He just doesn't do well with it. He never has his whole career. Yeah, I'm going to see if we can get Jeremy to talk about that. I know Bear's coming back in. Bear, what would you think of that Laker trade? Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. I I saw – I mean, they've been talking about getting rid of Westbrook now for a little bit, so I'm not why, shocked. Why do you think that didn't work? Bear, or, uh, Parrot was just talking about it. Why did that not work in L.A., that experiment? Because LeBron's a facilitator. And so is Russ, right? That's the problem. LeBron needs to be the one with the ball. I mean, it worked in Cleveland because Kyrie can move without the ball. Russ can't. Russ has to have the ball to be a good point guard. Russ can't move without the ball. LeBron can move without the ball. Kyrie can move without the ball. Russ can't move without the ball. That's why it's an issue. You don't need, I mean, like I said, AD plays fine off the ball, so you can do whatever. I mean, AD and Russ would work. AD and LeBron would work. It's not an issue, but Russ just 
is he's just not good off the ball mover. Like you could put Steph and LeBron together and it would be fine because Steph can move off the ball a lot better. Was, so was Conley in Utah? Yeah, Conley went to Minnesota. And he was in yeah. Utah, right? Yeah, Utah cleaned up on that. They got Westbrook and a first round pick. I don't know how that happened, but um I mean they I feel like the Jazz just they Jazz won. I, and that's what I'm trying to see what if Jeremy's uh gonna be available to tell us what what his thoughts are about his new Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and they, they were already looking good because they got a, I said they've had a little uh, rough stretch here lately, but they've yeah. been rebuilding and they have a young team. So for them to get rust, which technically you're upgrading at point guard from Mike Conley, right. they didn't really need him because they have Colin Sexton there who's eventually going to be the starter. So I think what's going to happen is they're probably just going to let Russ finish out his contract in Utah. I'm assuming it's probably just the rest of this year and he'll be a free agent. I'm not exactly sure. Um, but you get a first round pick out of it. I just, I think it's, I think it's solid for Utah. I just, it didn't make sense because Utah only gave up Conley and, uh, I think James Vanderbilt, maybe, uh, I, I, like they didn't give up a lot and they got a lot in, res- in return. So it was, yeah. Lakers, Lakers got D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt. Yep. And with Utah and, and Minnesota in the trade, Minnesota gets Conley, Nikel, uh, Alexander Walker, and the Jazz get Russell Westbrook, Juan Toscano Anderson, Damian Jones, and a lightly protected 2027 Lakers first round pick. Yeah. Which I just find crazy how they get the, how did they get the first round pick? And don't get me wrong. I mean, um, D'Angelo's younger. I'm just, well, yeah, but they, he came from Minnesota. He, he came from, from Minnesota. Utah. Yeah, true. Um, they Vanderbilt did. and Beasley both came from Utah. And they and give up Conley. Conley's a solid player. Two but Buckeyes in there, old, by the way. But Conley's old. I mean, he is. You're not getting you're not getting 25 year old Mike Conley. You're getting 35 year old Mike Conley. There's a difference, and mm-hmm. not that he's not good, but for him to go to Minnesota, it, it just doesn't make sense. Without them getting like Minnesota, I feel should have had the first round pick. I think. Conley to there with the first round pick and Alexander. Well, they got, well, they got three second round picks though. Minnesota did still not first rounders, but we've seen some, some talent come out of the second round. It's just not common. Yeah. I don't know. It's, I feel it's a little strange um, for, I think Minnesota kind of got hosed on the deal. The jazz won it. And I think the Lakers make out on it too, because Vanderbilt, well, I guess I don't quite understand Vanderbilt just because they just got um, Rye Hashimura or whatever from Washington, and they're literally the same player. So it doesn't make sense why they would want another four in there. Um, But D'Angelo Russell is great. Uh, He's a lot better than – I mean, he's going to be better than Westbrook because he knows what his role is going to be there. He doesn't need to score. He can facilitate fine. And he has to go back to L.A. where I think he was drafted. Um, and Malik Beasley is a great young player who can play the two or three and he can make, th- I mean, he's a great three point shooter. That's going to be big for LA because that's what they don't really have right now. They don't have a good three point shooter. So the Lakers definitely made themselves better. There's no doubt about that. Yep. And, uh, so we, we had some trades, um, what did we have here? Not many. I mean, Kyrie, of course, we know the Kyrie trade, 
I don't know if we talked about that, but Kyrie to the Mavs. Oh, yeah, we haven't talked about it. Kyrie to the Mavs, Spencer Dinwiddie, Dorian Finney-Smith, uh, 2029 first-round pick, and two second-round picks went to um, Brooklyn. And then uh, along with Kyrie, they got Markeith Morris. Dallas did. Yeah, um, I mean, I just – I don't understand the dynamic with Kyrie and Luca because they play the same position. So <laughs> I just, I, it doesn't make sense. Like people were talking about how Kyrie should go to Dallas and like Kyrie would be better in Philadelphia where they don't have a point guard. Harden plays the point, but he's a two or three. He's not a point. Yeah. Guard. So what do you move Doncic to the two? I, I mean, Doncic, there's no reason why Luca shouldn't have the ball in his hands all the time. And Kyrie's going to, which again, we said Kyrie can move off the ball. It just doesn't make sense. Especially when Dinwiddie has been putting up Kyrie-esque numbers. I just, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't get so, it. So here was a fun one from uh, our friend, Jeremy. I don't think there's any chance he plays a single game in a jazz uniform. Speaking of Russ. But I was happy to get rid of Conley's contract, twenty-four million next year, and get a first-round pick from the Lakers. So that was nice. Yeah, I I'm interested to why. think why he doesn't think yeah. Russell play. Ask him why he doesn't. I mean, Russ is definitely going to play there again. I think he plays there just the rest of this year. There ain't no way he's not playing, unless they're doing another trade or some shit. I don't, I don't know, but he thinks. Oh, he thinks we'll buy out his contract. Very possible. Okay, but so does that just make him free agent then? I think somebody could pick him up, right? Just on waiver. Well, that's what I'm saying. A waiver, yeah, free, whatever. Pretty essentially. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And maybe I mean I guess that makes sense. I mean, if you're gonna, we have no need for him. We just wanted his expiring contract. What do you mean we got no need for him? They'll get to choose where he plays now. You need him this year. But say, aren't they sitting in the third in their division? Yeah. No, I mean, either way they made out, I know they're not going to sign him next year. It'll be interesting to see where Russ goes next year. I think we want to see if Sexton can be point guard of the future. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think he is. You don't need to see it, but. Why, if you got Westbrook, you wouldn't play him out the rest of the day. They're sitting in the 10 seed. I mean, technically, they're in the playoffs right now in a play-in play game. So, Westbrook is going to improve. I mean, the offense runs through Markinen, but they don't have anyone there. I mean, Conley handled the ball. So, now West, Russ can still handle the ball there. I would play him the rest of the year. I wouldn't buy out his contract. Fuck that. Right. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, I'd let him walk at the end of the year, but I'd let him play. I'd make him play this year. Well, we're going to see. I'm assuming Jeremy has trivia. He said, yeah, maybe. <laughs> so updated. Uh, stay, he said, yeah, maybe to Russ can get, help him get there, too. Russ is a good ball player. Just didn't make sense in L.A. No, it never made sense there. You can't have it. That's what's good about Boston. Um, you know, they're they have a deep their deep bench, you know, solid team. But. It doesn't matter if it's Tatum or Brown. I mean, everybody knows Tatum's the guy, but Brown can be the guy any night. Tatum doesn't care. They both score 25, 30 a night. I think they're going to get rid of Brown here by tomorrow. You think so? Yep. I think he's going to get traded. If they do, they're going to get a lot for him, but probably picks. But um, 
they need a center. They need a backup center. Robert Williams is a fucking stud, but they need they need somebody behind him because he can get hurt. Grant Williams is gone after this year. That dude wants twenty million a year. He ain't getting it from Boston. And uh, no, no chance yeah, 20, in hell. Twenty million. Twenty million dollars a year for what? Playing fifteen minutes a game? Right. That's exactly what it is. And right now, he's I mean, not even the. I mean, he's the third best point guard on that team. Right. Probably fourth. I mean, yeah, if you're going to count like a Tatum or Brown in there, sure. But I mean, it's. Oh, I'm saying you got what? Marcus Spar- Marcus Brogdon. Smart. Brogdon. Hell, I, yeah, he's probably better than Pritchard. But, <laughs> I don't but, know. Grant, but Derek White's better than he is. But Derek White's usually a shooting guard. Yeah, he's but, one. But Grant Williams is, you know, they have him at, at forward is where they have him in the lineup. Really? Yeah. Really? That's a small ass forward. But right now, Williams is out, Horford's out, Brown's out, Smart's out. And Boston is still winning right now. <laughs> yeah, Grand, Grandpa Al is, I mean, come on. He probably had to take a nap today, yeah. so that's why he's out. My dad texts me and says, hey, Blake Griffin starts the game three for three from the three-point line. It's unbelievable. I was sitting here watching that, or I was watching it at the, um, at the restaurant, and I was like, Oh, first of all, he turns the ball over his first two times he touches it. And I'm like, this dude fucking sucks. And then he drains three threes in a row. And I'm like, when did Blake learn how to shoot a three? Yeah, no shit. And he's played 16 minutes. He's got 15. Grant Williams has played 31. He's got 14, 7, and 4. Tatum's played 31 minutes. He's 10, 9, and 8. Or 10, 8, 9. Derek White's playing. He's got 16. Hauser off the bench has 11. Brogdon has 16 off the bench. I mean, mm-hmm. that's as good there. Anybody could score. And they're, they're talking that teams want Pritchard. I know that. I could see that, but I don't think they're coming off Brogdon or um, I don't think they come off him or White. I think you're right. They might. They may come off Brown. Is the trade deadline tomorrow? I think so, yeah, tomorrow at like three. Three or four, yeah. Thursday, yeah. So, Jeremy, you got the updated standings? Yeah, I have the updated standings. We are at... Uh, Gray with two, Cody with zero, myself with two, Dub with zero, and Parrot with two. He has a late Royal Rumble question. For two points, which wrestlers has the most second-place finishes in the Rumble? We'll call him the <laughs> LeBron James of finals. Which wrestler? Which wrestler has the most second-place finishes in a Rumble? Whew, that's a good question. Parrot, you got a guess? <laughs> You can throw in the chat box. It's not a horn swoggle. <laughs> I do have a guess, actually. Probably not a good one, but I'm gonna we're gonna try here. <laughs> well, we know it's not Gunther or Walter. Um, that is a great question. It's a tough one. All right, I got mine. So who's been thrown out the most to finish second? Um, I think it could go either way. All right, I got it. Ready? I'm ready. Ready, Parrot? Yep. Yep. All right. Three, two, one, and go. 
Dwayne, Dwayne, Shawn Michaels. My uh, second, my second thought in the back of my head was Kane, but I think he was only on one. Roman Reigns. Roman. Thunderdome Ooh. Rome. Would not have guessed that. Four second place finishes. Damn. Damn. That threw me off. I thought Roman for a second, but I'm like, so he's one, two, right? I think so. Yeah, I think two. We should get a, a eighth of a point since they're related. Yep. Yeah. We should get that. Oh, come on. Stupid smart home. And for some sports, Andy Reid will face his old team Sunday in the Super Bowl. There's one current head coach who has done that in the past. Name him for two points. Got my answer in. That was quick. Nickelodeon. One current coach. Russ signed a five-year paired to sent this $205 million extension with the Thunder in 2017, then the largest contract in history. In the five years of the deal, year one, played with the Thunder. Year two, Rockets. Year three, Wizards. Year four, Lakers. Year five, Jazz. Wow. Head coaches, not coordinators or anything. Yeah, I know. Why am I blanking on this? Ready when you all are. Hold on a second. I'm trying to think. Near, 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 near. Parrot, is that a is that a blowtorch behind you? Yeah, I was at a we made a fire and we were burning shit. Uh-huh. Uh, we did actually. Fire and we're burning shit. We were burning wood. We got a whole bunch of wood from our house. They're doing siding. Why the? F- why am I just blank on this shit? There's so much. It's gotta be somebody freaking obvious. I thought it was. I mean, if it's a current head coach, they go through them so fast, like. There's only been six different teams in the Super Bowl the last 20 years. Uh, this isn't right because I don't think he's been to two Super Bowls, but. Ready? Yeah, yeah. mine's not right. Go on. Right. Three, two, one, and go. Current head coach. Current. How do you uh, John Gruden's not a current head coach. Damn it. Yeah, he is, isn't he? No, he got fired. Some no. bitch. He did. <laughs> He's been out for a while. He got fired last year. Two years ago, wasn't it? Well, not this season, last season. Oh, shit. Oh, I told him go. Doug Peterson's a good one. Yeah, but he... Yeah, I don't think he's... Pete Carroll. Oh, yeah, he coached the Pats. That's oh, right. God, Way yeah. back in the day. Would have never remembered that. Because I was thinking like Belichick, 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 Belichick. But I was like, no, he only coached the Browns and the Jets, I think. So I was like, it can't be him. 
thought of McCarthy, but I knew his fat ass hasn't been in another one. <laughs> and he can't play the Packers, so. No, I was sitting there thinking Peyton because he just, like, I was thinking Sean Peyton, but he only, he didn't coach anywhere else. And uh, that was good. Pete Carroll. He's hearing if the Jazz do buy out Westbrook's contract. Westbrook will most likely stay in L.A. as the Clippers sound like they want him, but we'll see. And I have the Eagles by 11 in the Super Bowl. They were my Super Bowl pick, as stated on the show before the season. We won't talk about how I had the Colts to represent the AFC. Should be a great game. Have a good one. See you next week. So thank you, sir. All right. Let's, uh, let's, well, let's pivot to NASCAR just real quick. Had the, uh, had the old race this weekend worth, was it even worth any money? It was, was it worth anything other than medals? Yeah, I, I am sure uh, Martin Truex Jr. made some money on that race. The clash. So there was some, uh, some heat there, but you know, we had, uh, he, he was the gold and who was the silver Dylan or Kyle Busch? Well, I think it was, yeah, it was Dylan because Kyle let him go by. Oh, did he? Oh uh, yeah, because he was faster. So Kyle let him go through because um, he could he could have maybe won. He wasn't yeah. He said he wasn't going to catch. He said there was no point in holding up Dylan. He was the only one that was going to be able to catch Truex, so he let him go. Nice. Well, that's that's a team player yeah. right off the but, get. I mean, the first half of the race was great, and then they did the halftime, which I thought was Khalifa was great, but it just killed that race after that. Like the track cooled down. It was it was bad. It was bad. I, I think that I think next year they need to do this elsewhere. Um, not Daytona or anything. They just need to, I think they just need to find a different cool place to have a race at. Um, because while this clash is great, it tracks way too fucking small. Yeah. Or they need to make it way less cars because yeah, it was just, it was tough to watch. I mean, it was brutal. Yeah, and we'll cover NASCAR, do our NASCAR preview next week because we got Daytona coming up, one of the best times of the year, Daytona 500. We got the duels, got Daytona. Great. We'll be watching the – well, no, the duels are on Thursday, so the podcast will come out when the duels are going on. Yeah, we can make our duel picks just for fun. Yeah, I'm I'm – I already know my pick for the – I think he's going to win that race. Finally got a car. I'm going to pick him again. I think it'll be the second year in a row. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see who I, I picked last year. I don't think I can pick my guy again this year. Oh, uh, no. I picked Haley. Yeah, Shockville in the way. Yeah, I don't think you can. I, I did. Think pick- I, I think I know who I'm going to pick this year. I'm going to keep it 100% a secret. I'm not even going to put it in there. I'm going to wait until next Wednesday. It's going to be that fucking good. I'm going to be the last one to pick because I guarantee no one will pick the guy that I'm picking. Guaranteed. You can put my pick in, Gary. Travis Pastrana. Yes, sir. Why don't yeah. you just put in a backup pick for when he doesn't qualify? Yeah. He's going to well, qualify. Well, he's the guys he's going against, though, going to be tough. One of them's not going to make qualify, it. qualify, then that's on me. I'm picking him, though. You're sticking with Well, you can have a backup pick, so if he doesn't make it, we'll let you repick on Friday. All right. Well, we'll see how we feel next week. I mean, we'll know, we'll know by Thursday night if he's in or not. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, what you're? Let's see. Who could Bear take? Let's see. Jimmy Johnson. No, people would take him. Chandler Smith would be a good one if he makes it. That's out of the ordinary. 
I'll tell you one thing. Um, Zane Smith's a good one. Say it's not going to be someone that you're thinking of. BJ McLeod. Okay, write him (laughs) in. You got it. (laughs) Ross Chastain. No, that's a good so Nick Nick texts me. He goes, "Oh, I got a dollar on the BJ McLeod guy to win the Clash on Sunday." I go, "Well, you're a fucking idiot because he's not even going to qualify for it." <laughs> and then he he texts me later that night. He goes, "Got my dollar back." I said, "Yeah, huh? I wonder why? Because it got voided because he didn't even make the damn show." <laughs> Austin Hill could get there. Connor Daly. I don't even know who that is. Uh, he's a road course guru. He's someone I would take on on a road course. Noah Gregson. That he's. That's solid car he's in too. He's driving for legacy because he's driving a 42 now. Maybe, now. maybe it'll be Ty Gibbs. Who knows? Todd Gilliland. McDowell's always good. I don't know. You could be anybody. I mean, I'm definitely going probably. We'll find out if I change it next week, but I'm likely going to go Ryan Priest. He's in a car. He's in a Stuart Haas car. He's a good driver. Two, I think two years ago I picked him. Who, Priest? I think so. Uh, let's see. Let's see if we can find the 2021 NASCAR. Here we go. 2021. Yep, you did. Fucking, I'm so smart some days. You were just a few years off. He's a great driver. Uh, He's, I mean, when we do it next week, I'm going to tell you he's going to be my surprise pick of the year. I think he's going to get a win this year and he'll be in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. No, I think he is too. He's a good driver. He's damn good. So we'll see how that goes. I think his I think his year last year in Xfinity uh, helped him out quite a bit because he looked really good in the clash. Yep. So we're gonna see. So on to golf bear. What happened at Pebble Beach Pro? Uh between all the wind and weather and all the bullshit that they had with a couple of delays in there. Um finally Justin Rose ended up winning. Um has not won this tournament before at Pebble, which is surprising because he seems like he's won everywhere else. So add it to the list. Um, good for Justin Rose, man. He had a pretty uh, rough wrist injury last year. So it's good to see him back and winning again. Um, had a really good, uh, his first day, I think he shot one under even, and then just blew it up the next three days, played really well. So good for Justin Rose. I was happy to see that. Um, podcast did okay. We had uh, Parrot and Cody both have Seamus power, Seamus, um, both with a 15. Tom Hoagie Sandwich had a 48, so uh, Gray's on the 7 and 8 train this year. And uh, Dub and I both had Maverick McNeely, who withdrew because of all the weather bullshit. Um, Probably would have ended up making the cut. He was on Pebble and still had 10 holes to play. But when they called it, a lot of guys, I think 13 guys withdrew, that ended up being. So a little disappointing, but oh well, it is what it is. Um, but this week coming into the waste management Phoenix open at TPC Scottsdale, one of the best tournaments of the year, the craziest tournaments of the year, and probably one of the top notch fields outside of a major probably will be the biggest field outside of a major. You pretty much have every big name going at it this year, um, at TPC Scottsdale. So it should be a really good tournament this week should have some good scoring conditions as well. Um, and Super Bowls in town. So it's popping down there in the Phoenix area. So, updated standings, we've got uh, Dub at 24.2, myself 31.4, Bear 39.2, Parrot 41.4, or 42.4, excuse me, and uh, Cody 41.4. So, Bear, Tom Kim for Dub, Bear, you're, uh, 
or is it me? No, it's me. I'm going to go with the uh, defending champ, Scotty Scheffler. I like it. I, I, I really do think here you have to go kind of big. I was, I've been debating on who I want to take. I've had like three guys, um, but I'm going to go ahead and not stick with my gut, take one of the big guys. I'm going to take Taylor Montgomery this week. He's been playing some really good golf. I could see him as a younger guy who can come out and win this tournament. So I'm going to go Taylor Montgomery. Parrot. I am to go with Hideki. Matt Suey. Yes, sir. The guy you took three weeks ago? I, well, I, I can't see him. him. No. Christ. <laughs> All right. So I'm going, have I taken Cam Young? You have now. There we go. Fair enough. Parrot's got him a Cam Young. I was between Matsuyama, Xander, and Montgomery. <laughs> Xander is... He's going to be a super, super good pick this week. He's been top three the last two years, so Xander would be top-notch. Scotty Scheffler's uh, your champ this year, I see. Yeah, and Xander's yours. Yep. Yeah. I should have taken him, so we both would have taken each other's FedEx Cup champs. Yeah, that would have been nice. But I uh, no. But I do. I honestly do think Xander, um, I think he's got a really good shot to win this week, but I'm going to save him because I think he's going to win a major this year. All right, going to the NFL Super Bowl weekend, Eagles against Chiefs, Andy Reid Bowl, the Kelsey Brothers Bowl, whatever you want to call it, Super Bowl. Two and a half is the line as of today, I assume? Mm, I think so. I got them at one and a half. Nice. All right, well. Dub wrapped up the uh, the old belt, so you got to give him a title. 175, 105, and 2. You and I are tied mm-hmm. for second place. I like it. It's solid. So we're um, gonna get we're gonna give old uh old dub his title. Yeah. Good um good NFL year for dub. All the wacky picks. All the wacky picks paid out. So that moves Dub up to seven and a half titles. (laughs) Since we gave him and Cody a half for college football. (laughs) I love it. There ain't nothing better than a half title. Ask Michigan. Yeah, no shit. 97. All right. Uh, Parrot, we'll start with you. Who you got this week? Um, Oh, wait. I don't know, man. I've been going back and forth. I just, I think that the Eagles are just too well-rounded altogether as a team, and I think they are going to come out on top on this one. Score? Um, 35-28. All right. I am also taking the Eagles. I'm pulling for the Chiefs, but I think the Eagles win the Super Bowl here. Um, give me 41 to 24. I am also going with the Eagles this week. Um, I agree. I think they are, well, I think they are more well rounded, but they're the healthier team right now. And that's the important part of it. Um, 
that defensive line could get to Mahomes. They have a few injuries on wide receiver and core. Um, so I just I think they're going to get to Mahomes early. They're going to get to Mahomes often. They're going to kind of dominate this game on the defensive side. Uh, but again, it's Patrick Mahomes. Never count him out. Um, yeah. But I think it'll be I think it'll be close. I think it'll be semi low scoring. So I'm going to go Eagles. Uh, 24 to 21. Like it. All right. So let's move on. Oh, I didn't. Huh. That's interesting. All right. So this weekend, we also have UFC 284. That is going to be happening this weekend. We got the card right here in front of us. Oh, look at Jimmy the Brute. Jimmy Crute. Didn't even know he was still out there. Yeah, I didn't either. I haven't seen. I mean, honestly, there hasn't been much on this card besides the main event. So this is probably the first time I'm laying my eyes on this. Um, it is in Australia. Main event, though. Uh, yeah, Islam Volkanowski is going to be really good. I Well, I hope it's going to be really good. I could also see this being the most boring fight of the year as well. You got two guys, two wrestlers who are kind of going to got just lay on the ground and roll around a little bit, um, which is very possible. So I'm hoping it's a good fight, but I think someone's getting choked out. I think it's going to be Volkanovski. I think uh, Islam's going to win, but he has shown a little bit of weakness. So I would not be surprised if uh, Volkanovski can kind of grind out a five round W like he normally does. So the real, the real part will be if um, I fall asleep before the fight's over or not, that's that, that'll be the battle. I'll probably be playing Fortnite. <laughs> so you will not. No, not I will like, not be watching. Not, not like this last weekend when they uh, started in Vegas at 10 o'clock and the main event wasn't over till three forty-five in the morning. Makes uh, no sense. But yeah, Yair Rodriguez, Josh Emmett, that should be a good fight. Uh, Jack Della, Madalena against Randy Brown should also be pretty decent. Not going to lie, I don't know Justin Taffa or Parker Porter, so but it's a heavyweight fight, so hopefully they go at it. And yeah, Jimmy Crute and Alonzo Menafield uh, should be a good way to start off the card. So pretty, pretty solid card down in Australia this weekend for UFC 284. Yes, sir. That's gonna be fun. And then what do we got coming up? Let's let's keep going forward. Two eighty five. That's the one I'm looking forward to. Bones. Zero gone. Yep. So. Can't wait. Can't wait until John Jones gets another fight overturned because of steroids. We're all super <laughs> excited. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting. We got some time though. Any any other sports related matters for this show? Um, no, I don't think so. I'm just trying to rack my brain if anything happened, but not really. I mean, Super Bowl week's kind of an off week for everything else. Um, you know, NHL All-Star game was this last weekend. It was pretty decent. Skills competition was a little strange, but the uh, actual games were pretty cool. Um, yeah, but other than that, not too much. Parrot? No, uh, nothing, nothing much for me. I mean... I, I personally can say I'm more excited to watch the Waste Management Open this weekend, though. Yep, it's always a fun one. Hole 16. 
have never played Scottsdale, which I know we here are talking about one of these years. Could be this year. We don't know. This year, next year, sometime. We're going to Arizona on a guy's weekend. We're going to watch a bunch of NASCAR championships, and we're going to play golf. Yeah, at TBC Scottsdale, preferably. Oh, that's at least one of them. There's beautiful courses out there all over, but Scottsdale will be one of them for sure. And it's cheap. It was like, I think when I played uh, four years ago, it was like 130 around. That's not bad at all. And that was to rent clubs. Obviously, we'd probably take our clubs. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd. I I wouldn't rent clubs if I want if I knew I was going somewhere to play golf. Yeah. Bring your own. I'll have to get my traveling. I got the old school hard case that I could bring, or I could just, you know, get a soft case, which I probably will invest in and take that. I have, that. I have the hybrid, just it's a soft case with a hard top. I'd have to I'd look probably, into that. I'll say if I did, I'd probably uh give it the old ship sticks, then take it on a plane because they just throw shit around like it's nothing. Ship them, yeah. Ship sticks is much better. It's, I'm pretty sure it's insured as well. What is it? What do you do it through? It's ship sticks, like literally shipsticks.com. Really, company. yeah. So, I mean, you put it in your you have a bag and they can either bag it and ship it, or you can put it in your case and they will ship it for you. I don't know how much it is, but I, yeah, it's I, I've heard only good things about it, never heard anything bad. Low price is starting at $45. So where the hell do you go to to do that? Or where do you drop it or anything like that? I think they have different places. Like, I don't know for sure, but like you could go to like Dick's or something and they would, you know, they would take care of it, ship it out, do, you know, I'm sure it's through like FedEx or something, but I think there's certain places that take care of it that you could probably find in the area. Ship to the golf course or hotel ahead of your arrival. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. used it. You Have you used it? No, no. I've, I've, like I said, I've heard about it and I've only, I've never heard of any, any person say a bad thing. All the people at the country club use ship sticks and they absolutely love it. When they ship their shit down to Florida or they go overseas or wherever they go, they said they use ship sticks and they said never, ever had an issue. Huh. You pack, print, and attach your shipping labels. Hmm. Box, shaft travel bag, or hard case. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Back your clubs properly, print and attach shipping label. Attach your label using a shipping luggage tag when attaching the label to the bag. Never tape the label to the canvas area of the bag. Run a zip tie through the shipping luggage tag on the top handle of the bag. Just like, yeah, I mean, it's just like an airplane or just like you're going through a plane. Security and all that. But, you know, it's with someone who Again, like a FedEx or UPS, which I trust more than the people who just throw your shit on the airplane. Yeah, that's what they got on there. FedEx, UPS. That's what they're showing. We'll pick up your golf clubs or you can drop them off. Oh, Grant Williams just got hurt. Did he? Good. Add, yeah. him, to the, add him to the list. Yeah, it looks like he probably just sprained his ankle or something. He's walking on it now, but he was just down there for a second. Well, um, that's it for this one. Uh, forgot to thank people in the beginning. So thank you to Wes Anderson for moments in time. Check him out on Facebook, Wes Anderson Music, and we'll follow on Twitter at Songs by Wes. Thank you to All Work Clothing. Visit allworkclothing.com. Mention Over the Line podcast. He will hook you up with that deal. By the way, 
Big success at the uh, Anthony Wayne Youth Foundation basketball tournament this past weekend. Uh, Brandon had a successful day and ended up donating $725 back to the Youth Foundation. So thank you, Brandon. Always giving back to the community. Such a good guy. Uh, thank you to Crandall's Corner Landscape and give him a call. 419-704-5471 serves the Toledo and surrounding areas and not uh, Phoenix and Scottsdale, Arizona at the same time. Probably neither. Thank you, Sean. Thank you to Sparty Steve. Uh, we may or may not see him in a couple weeks at the UT basketball game. And last but not least, as we finish up, Kyle Barrett, datingtransformation.com. That's right. Mention our podcast, get that free consultation from Connell Barrett, datingtransformation.com, and get to amazon.com and buy Connell's book, Dating Sucks, But You Don't. As always, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. And just so you all know, you don't suck out there. What Bear said. Thank you.